Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Shady Ho Show. If you don't know who the fuck we are by now, then why are you on our channel? You can't sit with us. Just yes, you kidding. can. We love new you're always welcome. <laughs> you're always welcome. Anyway, that was just me being a bitch. <laughs> it's almost a full moon, y'all. <laughs> be prepared. All right. So today we're going to be talking about killing people. Not really. We're going to be we talking are. about crimes. Technically, yes. <laughs> Technically, we are. So um, <laughs> let's go ahead and introduce the other hoes in the house before we get on to this. So we're going to go to um, Couture. Hi, um, I'm the tour <laughs> Every time is like blank. I'm always late because I'm always fucking, I don't know. I'm just always doing shit. I don't know. Like I'm always like spaced out. Anyway, I she just She's on her computer here. looking up cabinet, like cabins in the fucking woods somewhere where it's snowing. Literally, I cannot focus for the fucking life of me, but that's me, Katorho. <laughs> Don't follow me on Instagram. It's boring. Yes, we're boring. I can't help it. So, uh, it's me again. It's stage Trinity. I did our last episode, and because I have issues with wanting to be in charge of everything, I'm taking this one as well. It was going to be Amanda's, but I took it. Damn. It's true crime. Because sorry, Amanda. <laughs> but I do a lot when I'm at work. Good. Yeah, no. Trying to help people who got in accidents is I listen to true crime podcasts while I'm working because that's what helps my ADD. And um, I know a lot of shit I don't probably need to know about that I've learned over the last three to four years. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Um, she be like at work. Oh, about- bitch! You think you got problems? Well, let me tell you what I'm hearing through my earphones right now. <laughs> let me. Oh my god! Yeah, pause. <laughs> I so I listen to like you know cult leader, morbid, um, the crimes of passion, uh, crime junkie, all those kinds of things. So um, shout out to those podcasts if you want to go listen to them. None of them know I exist, but I just gave you a sponsor. Pay me. Any <laughs> um- <laughs> love that. Love that. <laughs> So what we're doing in this episode is I have some um, unsolved true crime murders. It's going to be dead people. Um, I don't know. This isn't TikTok. I can say dead and shit. Um, So I'm going to give you like some rundowns of what the gist of the murder was. Um, I'm also going to tell you who it is before we do it to see if uh, my my friends are as into this as I am and know anything about these crimes. Then we're going to kind of kind of go over some theories because all the ones I'm doing again are unsolved and have lots of thoughts. Um, and the one I'm starting with, which is the one that I think kind of really started an interest in this unsolved true crime phenomenon, is Miss Jean Bonnet Ramsey. So you guys tell me what you know about Jean Bonnet. I just if you know, know. anything. Crickets. Right? I just know that she literally uh I know they have a house in Atlanta or had, excuse me, she fucking mm-hmm. died. Um that was insensitive. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's just bitch. I just know that like there are so many theories and for a you know for somebody that comes from a family like hers, somebody that is, you know, 
really rich. It's just weird to me that her shit is unsolved to this day. Mm-hmm. Who killed that? That's what baby? happens when you have money. That's what happens Who when you have money. Who killed her? <laughs> it just money bothers made her disappear. me. Who killed the baby? Who killed her? She was. She had so much life to live, and she yeah. just was an innocent child. I don't understand. So that's what I know about it. Yeah, because Jonay is an interesting one for me because she's only she would have been a month older than I am, so we would have been the same age. So this no. is just a throw out there because she was oh six when God. she died. I was six. So, um, TJ, do you know anything about Miss Jonay? <laughs> Girl, she looks like Amanda. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Amanda's really Jonay. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> And I'm actually, <laughs> actually seven years older than <laughs> Are we are we going into our um are we going into our theories of Avril Levine again? Are you really John Bonet? Are you John Bonet? <laughs> there is a theory that Katy Perry is John Bonet. That's somebody's actual theory. If you want to go look that I've one up, I've seen that one. <gasps> she has to... her eyes. Yeah, she <laughs> I literally was like, yeah, that's it. Like, Katy Perry definitely is John Bonet. <laughs> okay, so I will say this. I will say this. I don't really know anything about this. Now, I remember when I was watching my boy, Amphrodite, on YouTube, who was doing, like, celebrity tarot readings. He was doing his true crime tarot. And then I saw this girl, and I thought, who the fuck is this bitch? And I didn't watch it because I, I don't know why, but um, now I'll actually watch it and find out what happened to this girl. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what happened to John Bonet, though again, it's unsolved. So, the gist of what happened to John Bonet, I'm going to try to summarize this because obviously there's a lot to it. But so, John Bonet, she was six and she was found dead in her parents' basement on December 26th. So, they had like gone out to a Christmas party, come home. Um, her mother said she put her to bed, and then when they woke up, um, they couldn't find her. So that's the gist. They weren't able to find her. So they um, called 911. You can listen to the 911 call. Um, there's some weird stuff with the 911 call where they think they hear them saying some things at the end, um, like, what yeah. have you done? So there's a theory that they're thinking this could be the brother. We'll talk about that. It was the butler. There was a- there was a ransom note written um, <laughs> demanding $118,000 for them to release Jean Bonnet. There's a theory as well that this letter was actually written by the parents because they asked for the exact amount of John Ramsey's Christmas bonus. And this note was written on paper found in the house with a pen mm-hmm. in the house. And they you found messy. drafts in the trash can. So, also, when she went missing, Jean Benet's mother also called friends and they came into the house and began to clean the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you could either think of this as Southern hospitality, oh, you're panicking, let's clean your house for you, or we're wiping away a lot of evidence that some people maybe have known about. But, yeah. the actual way that she died is they found her in the basement Seven hours after she was reported missing, she had a broken skull where she'd been hit in the head. She'd been strangled with a garrote, which was made from one of her mother's paintbrushes. So that's where the garrote had come from. And they said that she had suffocated and had um, 
craniocerebral trauma. There's Damn. also the fact in these little, you know, other theories that possibly the family <clears throat> is in her autopsy. She had pineapple in her stomach and they had found a bowl of pineapple and milk on the table that her brother had been eating. And they think that maybe she tried to take some pineapple. They got into a fight and he hit her on the head with a flashlight and accidentally killed her. They did find a flashlight that one of the investigators says matched the dent on her head. Um, uh, what? There- okay, I, I know what happened. Hold on. Let me so just pause. There this. is DNA evidence, but it does not oh, match anyone in the that. family. We all need that. <laughs> so I what are you your to- theories? I know okay, I'm kind of biased. First. I'm trying to be TJ is excited. TJ is so excited. Oh my god. Damn it. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. While you're reading this the whole time, I'm sitting here. It won't let me shit. Look at the image. Can you see the image that I posted in Messenger of her brother? No, but let's see. Oh, there it goes. Yes, I'm her so brother. Um, Why the fuck does man look like he don't took her to sue fucking me? Mountain We're not really saying you did this, but this no, is no. I ain't even talking about this. I'm just talking the fact that you look like fucking Frodo. You, you probably threw her <laughs> in the fucking Mountain Doom. Oh my god! Does he god. not look like Frodo? Hashtag Am I not crazy? biased. He, he kind of does. That's oh what happened. God. He threw her into the fucking Mountain Doom like the damn ring. She was in the basement, not in Mount Doom, and she was. Oh my god, he does. He he threw that bitch in Mount Doom. <laughs> he yeeted that bitch in Mount Doom. <laughs> Literally drop kicked her into there. But Mount Doom. Okay, that's that's place. that's my theory. Next. <laughs> so, so the but main didn't they just prove that the brother brother did it? Like they went on Doctor Phil and some shit. So he did go to say he didn't do it. Also, an, inter- an interesting fact is right after they um, were had found out she was dead, um, the dad immediately tried to book a flight for the entire family to fly out of Atlanta, and the police were like, "Sir, you can't do that." Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my god! What the That's fuck? That's not suspicious at all. That's not suspicious. That's, That's just you know, rich people are not suspicious, bro. So um. That's Again, nice. I'm going to give you a little more more info on some of the, the information, and you can just kind of tell me if you think one of the main three theories are the thing. So, again, some of the weird things were the ransom note. This ransom note was, again, like two and a half pages long. It would oh have taken God. someone a long time to oh write it. Oh, my God. It had too much. What happened to the days of clipping out newspapers and spelling out words like that? This handwriting analysis was compared to the mother's and found inconclusive, but again, it was found on paper from the house in a drawer, a pen in the drawer, and they found drafts in the garbage can. So whoever wow. wrote this note took some time to stand there, make a draft of it, and make another one before they left the house. Just putting that out there. Wow. So they had too much uh, time on their hands. And again, they wanted the exact amount of John Ramsey's Christmas bonus. How would somebody have known that if they weren't like around the family? Just saying, someone who knew the exact amount of his bonus, and they asked for it. So, um, the only people in the house when this happened again were Patsy, John, and Burke. Um, and it told them their, the note said, "Don't contact friends." But Patsy called the police and her friends and family members and nine one one. She called like everybody, so she was ignoring what this ransom note told her to do. 
um, she called literally everybody. So if she was trying to keep this note actually under wraps, maybe she wouldn't have called everybody. Don't know. Um, so they get a wiretapping thing set up with the cops so they can track the phone where everybody's in there trying to search the house. So again, they find out she, when they find her, they find out she was strangled. She had a skull fracture. There was no evidence of sexual assault. Um, which was, you know, at least a, a, a sad she died. Glad there was no sexual assault. The right. garage they found was made of nylon cord and a broken handle from one of um, John Bonet's mother's paintbrushes. So um, it had also come from the house. They said that she had the pineapple in her stomach, um, which she had to have eaten only a few hours before she had died. Neither John nor Patsy said they fed it to her, but the bowl of pineapple they found did have Burke's fingerprints on it. But Burke said that he slept through the entire night and never heard anything. But he woke up at some point to eat this pineapple, obviously. Um, so those are some clues. The main theories are that the parents did it, the brother did it, or a possible intruder. So what are you guys Okay, thinking? so an intruder came in here and said, bitch, if you don't eat this goddamn pineapple, I'm going to throw you down the stairs. <laughs> He threw her down the stairs anyway. Uh, okay, he look her here, here. Look here. Look here, brother. Strangled her, her. And they uh, searched the basement and did not find her. Went upstairs, went back down the stairs, and then supposedly turned a light on and found her. Poof. Okay, look here. Look here, brother. I'm not saying that we all agree on this, but I am saying that I think we all know who did it. And I think we all know that it's, it's you. So, allegedly, maybe... Okay. Alleg allegedly. <laughs> Don't sue us. So, I ain't got no damn money. So you can't sue me. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any money. <laughs> what you gonna get out of me? Pineapples? <laughs> Let me stop. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. So, again, this, this one was in 1996. We were in 2023. It is still unsolved. Um, there are the theories. Um, just of what we think. So this is one of the bigger ones. So how much have either of you learned now of things you didn't know about John Bonet's clues and killers? I'm going to be real I with you. I learned who the killer is. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you, Grace Ellen. I literally, I use your government name, I watched one time, I slept through an entire 45-minute documentary of John Bonet. So I had a weird-ass dream about it so i knew a lot of this shit um because it appeared my dream but yeah it's the spirits <laughs> Venus, did you kill that girl she's john bonnet that was just john bonnet oh. coming to her um also <laughs> that theory I, I forgot that we already said or um john bonnet is katie perry despite the fact they found a body but you know there you go you know what <laughs> i think I, I was born the rear the year let me see what year she was murdered 97. Oh my god. I was born April 8th of 97. She died December 26th. Are you the reincarnation of John reincarnated. <laughs> We have to get you to a hypnotherapist. Oh my god. What if they were like, life yes. Think you were the reincarnation of John Bonet. Who killed you? Bitch, if I knew, trust me. What a great way to make money if I was a bad person. I could just go <laughs> 
mean, you're like the Anastasia um, survivor lady who like, said she was Anastasia, but wasn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That I... crime is solved. We won't talk about that one. No. <laughs> we know who killed Anastasia. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. So now I'm going to bring up one that you may or may not know. This, one's, this is one that I have always remembered because it just bothers me about how this happened and that they never found a body. But have either of you heard of the disappearance of Brandon Swanson? No, nar. Okay. No. Do you have any knowledge, TJ, of Brandon Swanson? Um, Brandon Swanson of Marshall, Minnesota, United States, oh. drove his car into Are you a googling <laughs> on his way from celebrating the end of the spring semester. Bitch, just get a cake. You ain't gotta do all this and go missing and shit. Damn. Okay, so, so hmm. So let me tell you what happened. To Brandon Swanson. Swanson. Or, you know, since TJ is gonna be reading this um boy, this dude was a nerd. Did you see him? Back off, bitch. That is a child that you are commenting on. He's 19 years old. I know, yes. but <laughs> I've worked with some 19-year-olds and they are mentally fucking children. Urkel alert. Well, while TJ's is being rude to a dead man, I'm going to tell you what happened oh to him. Uh, oh, uh, rest in peace, Swanson. <laughs> so, Damn. what happened was that... So. Bitch. <laughs> Brandon Swanson, um, on May 13th, 2008, had just finished his first year at community college. So, they were having parties, as you know, teens and slightly older teens do even when you're not supposed to be drinking they they do that um so he and some friends celebrated um in a a town called camby and then they had kind of like did some party hopping but his friends say that though he drank he never appeared intoxicated they were like he had like maybe a shot of whiskey but they were very adamant that he never appeared intoxicated or unable to drive himself which he did do he left the party just after midnight so he's driving home and he was going to drive from Camby to his parents house which was in Marshall and they said the distance to do this would have been about a 30 minute drive and they stressed that he did this drive a lot going to and from shut up going to and from (laughs) where he was going so at about 1 15 a.m Swanson got his car stuck in a ditch. So he apparently was trying to go down this road, realized maybe something wasn't, he wasn't where he thought he was, which we later, or he was like, oh, wait, I've taken a wrong turn. And he went to go move his car and ended up getting himself stuck in a ditch. So he tried to call his friends. Nobody would answer. So he finally called his parents at almost about 2 a.m. and told them that his car was stuck in a ditch But he couldn't get traction to get out. He was not completely sure where he was. But he told his parents he was not injured. And he was going to wait in his car for them to come help him. And again, he said he knew where he was. He told them this is exactly where I am. Um, So they were like, sure, we'll come get you. So they drive toward where he's at. He stays in his car. 
And they're on the phone the whole time. Like it would occasionally disconnect, but he would, they would call back and pick up. And he tells them that he's flashing his lights. And they're like, we don't see anything. We, we don't see you. So they're kind of getting like upset with each other because he swears he knows where he is. They have gone to where he says he was at, <clears throat> which was near Lint. And he said, flashing my lights, flashing my lights. They're like, we don't see it. We don't see it. So they're kind of, you know, arguing back and forth because they can't find him. He he swears he knows where he's at. So we've all been in this situation. You think you know where you're at and you're mad at your parents. This is where he's at. So he yeah. tells them, okay, this is what I'm going to do. He says, I'm going to get out of the car because he, he knows where he is. So he says he knows where he is <clears throat> and that he's going to walk to a parking lot of a local bar that is nearby Man. where there are lights there. Cause he's, he said he knew where he was. There are lights in that parking lot. He said, I'm going to go wait in that parking lot. Just come pick me up. We'll stay on the phone the whole time. So they're Good on the phone. Lord. He's walking. He's been walking about almost an hour. And they're talking as he's walking through fields. And his dad hears him say, oh, shit. And the phone drops. And they never hear anything from him again. The phone does not disconnect. It's still connected. His parents stressed they did not hang up. They left it connected for a little bit. Then hung up so they could call back. And they called back, called back, called back, and he never picked up. And no one has heard from him since. The last thing he said to his parents was, oh, shit, drop the phone. And they they never heard from him. They never found the body. They went and brought dogs out there. They went and looked into the water. They looked through the farms. They found out he wasn't where he thought he was, which explained them not being able to find him. But they never found his body or what happened to him. Bitch, this this just screams <laughs> children of the corn. Oh my god. <laughs> what is up with you and these children of the corn? <laughs> like, tell me this ain't the kind of scenario that would be. Runs into these mm, <clears throat> bitch for a That's nerdy looking dude. Point. You don't have a lot of common sense. That is horror. So, first of all, young people, if you're listening, young people, even if your friend seems okay, especially if you're under 21, do not let them drive home. Okay, first of all, do not let them drive home, even if they've had like one or two drinks, they swear they're they're okay. And some people might be, but do not let your friend drive home. Let them spend the night. Just be like, hey, I." even if it makes you look like a total cuck, like, literally, just fucking do it, okay? Like, this is a prime example of he, whatever happened to him could have been avoided if they had just told him to stay and had his parents pick him up. Because his parents mm-hmm. sound like the parents that would have picked him up and they could have just got his car the next day, like, dead ass. Yeah. Brandon. And they found his car. They did find his car in a completely different place than he said he was. And they said there was really nothing wrong with the vehicle other than it was stuck. So it wasn't like he had like crashed or anything. They found the vehicle and they followed his path he would have taken from the vehicle, which, you know, bordered along a river. They thought he maybe had fallen into the river. They sent dogs that tracked it to the river, but then they tracked his path coming out of the river. So his parents don't think that he drowned, but they just don't know where his body ended up. But there are some theories. But go ahead and tell me maybe what you think before I tell you theories. 
did this boy not have a GPS? This was 2008. Yeah. As you know, if you were in 2008, we had flip phones and you could not get on the internet on them without doing shit and they did not really give you gps like those weren't even maps was not Girl, a home thing at that it time it was not like you had to print out okay maps okay yeah. when did iphones become popular when did that become popular why am i so like out of- 2014 <laughs> literally really okay never mind i was gonna be well, like swanson we why didn't you drop the, a pin the t9 we couldn't if you because this is when i had my envy you could t9 there was internet but you didn't have like apps you didn't have maps like, so he was doing his best to try to stay on the phone with his parents, but he didn't have a GPS or a map. Oh, see, that's just so scary. Being out in the country, you don't know where the fuck you are. Mm-mm, no, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got to be sunlight before I go out anywhere. <laughs> I don't and know. it's not. Yeah, because <laughs> it very well could be. We don't we also don't know. We one thing about this case is um, I, I've listened to a morbid podcast about this. Yeah. The name just did not ring a bell when you said it, Grace. I'm so sorry. I know you're fine. The thing about this is we don't know there, you know, at least for me, like there aren't a whole bunch of dirty details about Brandon's personal life. What kind of relationship did he have with his friends? What kind of relationship did he have with his parents? Maybe very well he could have staged his own like disappearance. Maybe he literally did disappear. Um, Or maybe he was naive trying to, find somebody uh on the internet or something and this was his plan to like get out of like a situation and it just turned bad um it's so random or maybe he just really did have bad luck was drunker than he had anticipated and fucking fell into a river and just got carried away it happens unfortunately i I definitely think that you know he he in some way or another met an unfortunate end because I mean, I don't think you, cause I don't, I think if he was trying to have met somebody I, again, w- because I'm doing multiple ones, I'm not going deep into all the backstory on these. Right, right. You, any, anybody who's listening feels free to look it up. Um, I, I do believe that something happened because he, he was trying to get his parents to come to him. He, he could have just taken his car and gone off somewhere and met somebody else and then left. In, in a safer way than right. wandering out in the field at like two in the morning when he couldn't see. Um, right. Because he, so that my theory on that part, I know that some theories are of course that he fell in the water, um, that he possibly fell in an open well. Um, another theory was that he fell in the water, got out of the water. He wandered into one of the farms, um, passed out, laid down, and was run over by farm equipment because some of the farmers would not let them search their land. Um, That's right. I I remember. That's right. They think he got dismembered um, because Morbid was talking about, like, why the fuck, if you knew, like, that wouldn't happen, why the fuck wouldn't you just let the police search your shit, you know? But then also, I, I, I know farmers, and they're of my dad's friends variety, <laughs> and they're all crazy. They did acid in their early 20s, and it has rotted their minds beyond belief, and um, they are paranoid. So, yeah, there's that, too. So that's, that's fair. So, <clears throat> TJ, from, from your listening for this one, what's, what's your theory on this, what could have possibly have happened with the limited details I have given you? Well, first off, 
Brandon, even though you're in heaven, and the family. I'm sorry I called you a nerd. You cute. Okay, um, <laughs> second off, even though you cute, you did something very stupid. And kids that are watching this and adults that are watching this, don't be like Brandon. Are you going to uh, are you going to end up being on Unsolved Mysteries and we're going to end up talking about you? Oh, but I think this boy. Being, oh shit. I think it was Ghost. No, I'm kidding. I just think <laughs> this motherfucker got lost. It was kind of like the Blair Witch Project. They go in the woods, they don't come out. Absolutely. <clears throat> this is why I don't yeah. fuck with wo- and I live by the woods. You don't know what's in the woods, especially when it's dark. You really don't. You really no. don't fucking don't. No, no, baby. The main thing with this one, it's just because they never found a body, and I'm like, there, there's got, there had to have been something somewhere where someone found something and never said anything. Well, they live with farm. They live around farmers. Even motherfucker probably chopped this bitch up and fed him to the cows. I wonder if they didn't find it. Pigs, yeah, whatever. It was like cows or <laughs> it would be pigs. Whatever. Pigs. <clears throat> You did not learn that from me. Um, just because pigs will eat anything, you did not learn that from me. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like somebody search. knew something, and they didn't say anything. And I just this one sticks with me because I just like what happened to you, and we'll we'll probably never know. His parents will never know. But just because most unsolved ones, you have a body, and you can do an autopsy. There just wasn't a body. And, that's the worst part is not knowing like exactly what happened to them like their fate like at least with like not saying that like murder victims have it easy or like their family sorry their families have it easy but like you know you definitely know they're gone yeah. like with John Bonet they knew they found a body they knew she was dead doesn't make it easier but at least you get to know where they are lay them to rest his parents didn't get to do that closure right and, yeah they might die like they have a real possibility of passing away and not ever knowing what happened to their son like ever yeah. damn this sucks bro <laughs> happy valentine's day gone. yeah just gone. Yep. Damn. So, so that's what that one sticks with me I'm going to move on to another one before I just keep harping on how I just, they don't find the body. Um, This one, you may or may not have seen a a video clip from this one. You probably know at least what happened. If you don't know all the details, which is the Cecil hotel and Eliza lamb. It sound familiar at all. Oh my God. Yeah. It, It did. It did get adapted. Her actual death was, adapted into some stories so with what you do know uh you guys together tell me what you know and i'll fill in details that are actually happened or not happened <laughs> shit i don't remember i know i know it ain't got anything to do with vampires and that's the only thing i remember about american horror stories <laughs> lady gaga and vampires so uh couture you take over from here <laughs> oh my gosh so i just know um her case actually like really interested me a lot like i have been obsessed with her story um i know that she had like a tumblr blog uh Mm -hmm. she was kind of like what is that word like anti like she was really just into herself like she just was an introvert she was just kind of floating around um i know that like when she got to the cecil hotel she was like from canada um it was like 
what is that it was like a hostel sort of deal so you could have Mm -hmm. like roommates there it was like for young people and her roommates were like this bitch is acting fucking crazy and like she had mental illness I don't know if she wasn't taking her medicine or what but they were like she's acting fucking crazy and she would just go in and out of elevators and shit so um that's like all I know that it was like really gross she ended up in a fucking water tank of the hotel and people were drinking her like corpse water which is like why I literally bring my own water wherever we go (laughs) I refuse to drink hotel water specifically because of that case like I no 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 it's it's the spirits so tj i don't know if you've seen it but i did put it in the chat which is the hotel footage of her in in the elevator if you want to look over that while i recap Uh, it's like essentially amanda has gotten it pretty much what happened through like the basic details of it so with a little bit more detail to it um eliza lamb she was she was 21 so again she was very very young um and she was going on a solo journey kind of like across, you know, um, I, I, I don't remember directions. I just totally forgot. But she was over going on a solo journey across America, I think more toward um, we're east to the west side of it. Yes. <laughs> so um, she had gone to the Cecil Hotel, as stated. She was staying in a hostel type room where she could stay with other people. Um, and they were basically saying that she was... Um, being kind of erratic she was telling them they couldn't come in the room if they didn't have a password she was just kind of like all over the place like with them and they were like we we can't we can't have this so the hotel ended up putting her in um, a single room now um eliza lamb she was bipolar they did find some of her medication when they did her autopsy but they weren't sure if she was taking it like she was supposed to um I, I I have not had to take bipolar medication, luckily for myself. Um, so I'm not really sure what symptoms are. Um, I don't know if Amanda wants to talk about any of that. Because um, I think you're on some different meds than me. So I'm not really sure what your brain is on or off. <laughs> if I'm off my bipolar medication, again, I become fucking paranoid. I lose my shit. Like, I, at least for me, like, if I... If I don't take them, I notice. And some people, like, don't like to take their meds. I know how bad I am off of them. So I do make a point to take them. Other people are different. Everybody, you know, bipolar disorder is not, like, you know, just straight across the, Mm -hmm. um, you know, board. Like, everybody has, like, different symptoms. It presents in different ways. But I get paranoid and I get fucking weird, like, especially if I'm off the meds, like, the withdrawals are almost worse than when I was before I started the medication. So that that's just, like, a little insight for me. Again, everybody's different, but that's, you know, my take on it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. bringing up again, she was suffering from bipolar and depression. She had medications. They did find some of the medication in her system. They're just not sure exactly when the last date that she took the medication was. So they said the night right before her disappearance, she had gone to a taping of Conan because she was that's where she was. And then they had to escort her off because she was having such disruptive behavior. So wow. she was 
having you know a lot of, of issues and her parents said that they were calling her every day you know, to check in this was you know pre-established because they were worried about her they were going to check in with her every day and then um they did not hear from her so they called the los angeles police and you know wanted them to kind of go check to see what was going on um for their daughter now the way that they actually figured out where she was which is amanda's favorite part it sounds like <laughs> is some of the hotel guests were reporting that um their water pressure was off and there was a weird taste to the water Ugh, which God. made um them have to have someone go up and check the water tanks and after the amount of time that it took this person to get up there like it you had to go up to the top of the, the stairs go to the top of the building climb up a ladder get to the water tank and the maintenance worker said that he had noticed that the um i don't know if it if like the little it was like it's a door it's like a flap on like trap door or something on the top was open and he could see um her floating naked oh the my were in there, God. But she was naked yeah. Um, about like 12 inches from the top and they had to cut the tank open and drain it to get her body out because there was no way for them to get it out otherwise um, so there's a mystery about how she got up there what happened um, there was someone who owned a bookstore that said that they had saw Eliza when she was still alive she said that the Eliza went in there about books, music. She talked about going back home to see her family. So she's like, it sounded like she was wanting to go home. She was not in all seeming like she was suicidal, which is kind of what they were saying happened. Yeah. But again, they said that autopsy, she was had medical drugs in her system, medications for her bipolar disorder, but there was no like alcohol or illegal substances that they found in her body. So you also have that hotel video that um, you can find on YouTube. Again, I sent it to TJ. I know he probably watched some of it of her just acting weird, like looking in and out of the elevator, pressing all the buttons, crouching. So you can't really tell if she's seeing anybody or not. There's a lot of theories. So what are you guys thinking? I'm, oh, I want to hear TJ's like point of view. POV. Mm. POV. So let me just give you a little bit of detail, TJ. Um, To get to where she was in the Cecil Hotel, you had to go to the 15th floor of the hotel, walk up a staircase to the roof, turn off the rooftop alarm, climb up a platform where the four water tanks were, and then climb another ladder to get inside. Just, you would have had to do a lot to get to where she was. Just throwing that out there. And she was naked. Naked. Mm. So there were I'm, alarms, but they I'm were not never, I am never going to not rule out ghosts. <laughs> Period. Okay. It ain't vampires, so I'm sorry, Lady Gaga, but it ain't vampires. <laughs> I'm never not going to rule out being possessed. In this case, though, if she did not commit suicide herself, then it was multiple people uh, that probably gangbanged her and threw her in the thing. Oh my goodness. No. You don't think? Because it's going to take more than one person to try and get her up there. Well, okay, so depending on what, how bad she, if she was 
Okay, so like people who go like Alyssa, I don't know what was up with her. I really, I forget most of the details of this case because like I can't like reference them right now um, from memory. But um, if you feel like socially out of place and you feel um, like, you know, somebody's, if she felt stressed out, um, she very well, like if she stopped taking her medication, she could have started like actually like disassociating and like uh, like to an unhealthy amount where she would have just like started creating like a false reality for herself. And I mean, literally, this is real. This could this shit. Maybe happens. she went in there to hide. Maybe she went in there to hide. Right. I can't oh, help okay, but okay. think that she was hiding from something and she didn't know. Cause a lot of people, it's easy to get in those water things, but it is not easy to get out. Like you can't get out by yourself. Of course, and again, hiding naked. I don't really know about that, but maybe she took off her clothes. Maybe she realized like, Oh, like they're going to know if I got in the water tower, if I get down and my shit is soaking wet, I'm going to just, you know, leave my clothes somewhere and go up there. Like, well, her clothes were, if I remember correctly, I think they were in the water tank with her. She just wasn't wearing them. Interesting. Which mm-hmm. I know, a sensory thing. Maybe she's like, oh, I got to take these off or something like that. I mean, well, they we don't know what happened in there. <laughs> right? Because, like, maybe, like, your clothes, when they're wet, they're very heavy. Like, you have to remember, like, water adds weight. And also, like, they tell you in survival, like, cotton kills. So, like, mm-hmm. cotton will make you colder and lower your body temperature. So maybe in her panic, she, like, took off her clothes in there and was like, I'm actually going to die in here, unfortunately. Um, now, if they can tell if she already died, um, well, okay, she did drown in there. So we don't know. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there were any, like, if it can be released that there was any, like, indication that she tried to get out of there. Like, were her, like, nails all messed up or or what? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Let me look for that because that's something I didn't think about. But th- that would there. That she like tried to get out of there. Like she, because if she was already like knocked out, um, obviously the autopsy said that she hadn't had any illegal substance substances. Mm-hmm. Um, if she was actively alive before she went in there, um, she would have clawed out. She would have tried to get herself out. Yeah. Um. I don't know if they actually checked that because I haven't really seen anything on it. I'm kind of just looking at stuff for it. I, I don't think that she was trying to commit suicide because that seems like a bit, like if she was going to drown her, they said that people, if you're going to do si- si- suicide, drowning is not a common way people decide to do that. No, they don't. It's, um, And if she was like, I'm going to drown myself, then she possibly would have used the bathtub or something like that she like jumped off a bridge like she literally would have just jumped off a bridge or some shit so i mean you're hiding things kind of makes more sense to me than them saying because i didn't think of it that way but that makes much more sense to me than her like in a suicidal thought going and putting herself in the water tank because that's a lot of effort to get up there just to drown yourself because there was a lot of quicker less painful ways that she could have killed herself if that's what she was trying to do I really think like in her like maybe she was going through some sort of psychosis she really thought she was hiding from something like 
so this theory, because I'm, I'm looking at now, says that um, they think that when she got in the water tank, the levels were higher, but then when people started using the water, she couldn't reach the top anymore, and then that's when she kind of drowned. Damn. Yeah, that could be it. So, another one that's weird, like, I just, I, the hiding theory works for me. That that one is, I think, makes most sense. I haven't really seen that one anywhere. But that just makes more sense to me than her, like, suiciding. Because it was, like, alarms and stuff up there. The doors were locked. Like, yeah. if she accidentally made her way up there to hide from something and, like, turned all that stuff off or found a way or stole some key from somebody... That makes much more sense than her just going up there to kill herself. Because there was a lot of steps she would have had to taken to get up there with no one knowing she was up there. Oh, no, totally. <laughs> like, you could have done something. Anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> yeah, so that, that one. Uh, so, so, TJ, what are your final thoughts on Miss Lamb and the water tower? And, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, a, it's a shame. It's a It's a damn shame. Um, I think she was crazy looking, but I, it's it's a shame that that had to happen. Now, again, it's a weird one. Um, also, I think just for TJ's paranormal notes, I think 16 other people have died in the Cecil Hotel. Lord so. have mercy. you got to remember that Richard Ramirez, um, the Richard Ramirez link, essentially. <laughs> okay. So, um, Grace, before you go on i do want to ask because we are getting close to our hour mark mm-hmm. please please tell me you had the gabby petito theory in there because i really want to talk about that well i can we can we can go over a little bit an hour if we want to people you're either going to listen or you're not fuck you guys um oh, God, i have damn. actually two more i'm gonna do but we can wrap up with gabby petito if you want to talk about that one i'll let you lead that one um, I don't really know much about it, but I've been watching like true kind um, tarot's on it, and it's just very interesting. So we'll go through the two more I have. I'll try to not make them go super long, um, and then we'll wrap up with Gabby Petito. So I'm gonna do one more with like a named person, and then we're gonna kind of end on one I think it's just kind of weird. Um, so the next one I'm doing, which again you may or may not know, this is also one kind of I think that deals with some mental illness. And it was handled horribly. Um, is Matrice Richardson? Are either of you familiar with Matrice Richardson? Uh-uh. Okay. So, oh, sorry. So Matrice Richardson. This one. Um, she was twenty-four. Again, another, another relatively young person that these things are happening to. Um, so this one, I believe. 2009 September 17 2009 was when this one happened so what happened in this one was it was in September of 2009 uh, Matrice entered the parking lot of this uh, fancy restaurant in Malibu Um, and some of the patrons and the staff and people you know in general were saying that she was acting kind of bizarre she was being kind of weird and that she um, was unable to pay her $89 bill for the restaurant. So again, she had gone in there. She was acting weird. She ran out the tab. She was not able to pay her tab. Now, if I remember this correctly, because I'm trying, there's some other you know things about it, that she had tr- wanted to call her grandmother 
to get her grandmother to pay the bill over the phone, and they would not let her do that. They um, instead called the police. And um, if it needs to be said, Matrice is an African-American woman so um, in Malibu, could not pay a bill, so they called the police on her um, instead of reading her call someone to pay. Wow. So, wow. Uh, she was taken by officers and arrested. And um, they took, I think, her phone, her purse, any money that she had, um, and her car. And it was that was towed to a tow yard. And then she was um, booked at the Malibu Station Police Department. Now, they called her mother and um, let them know that she was at the police station. And they, let's see, I think, and they searched her car. They didn't... Um, find anything out of place in the car there was like a little bit of marijuana and a, like a little bit of alcohol but, oh my god you know, everybody nothing, yeah yeah nothing like hard drugs was it like that were she like, had literal cocaine and like 10 pounds of it yeah so and so i'm thinking you know she was she was maybe a little a little juiced when she went to the restaurant and they said she was acting weird but because maybe she had some stuff. Maybe she was going through some mental stuff. But either way, they established she went in. She was acting weird. And instead of, like, trying to let her have someone pay so she could, you know, go out and do whatever, they called the police on her. And they didn't take into account she's acting weird. They're like, you're going you're gonna to go to the police. So um, they – I lost my track of where I was at. Okay. So she's in the police station. And – her mother is called um, and they tell her that she's at the station and um, I think she needs someone, to, they'll need someone to come pick her up. Now her mother lived um, like 30, 30 minutes away, if I remember correctly. And um, she has a 10 year old daughter. So she asked them if they would keep Matrice overnight until she was able to the next day, go down and get her, um, since she was already going to have to stay overnight anyway. And they assured her that Matrice was going to be safe in the police station. Um, and they weren't going to release her that night. So again, her mother was not going to drive down there immediately because they said they weren't going to release her. So she's like, I'll go in the morning. I'm not going to, you know, make my daughter get a, my 10 year old, go down there and sit all night and wait for the station to open. If you're not going to release her till the morning. So this is why her mother didn't go right then. Not that she wouldn't have. They just said they were not going to re release her. She was going to be safe. They said to her mother, she is going to be safe. But <laughs> um, sometime, you know, before her mother got there, they released Matrice and just, they let her go. They did not Lord, keep her there um, safe as her mother had um ask and had them assure her that they would keep her safe until she got there so she is walking around with no cell phone no money no car they just let her walk out with knowing that she had been acting weird and she was you know the reason they called to put her in jail is because she was acting bizarre so when her mother calls the station they're like oh we don't have her anymore and she's like I need to file a missing persons report because now I don't know where my daughter is and I can't reach her. And they were like, um, no, not right now. You have to wait 24 hours. 
again, you do not have to wait 24 hours to file a missing persons report. I know that's a theory. You do not have to do that. They, they may fight you about it, but there is no, you do not have to wait to file a missing persons report, even if it's an adult. You, you don't have to do that. And um, they didn't find her. Um, they were not able to find her. Um, she wandered off somewhere in, in Malibu and didn't contact her family. And they ended up eventually finding her dead body. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And uh, this is just one where I'm kind of like more on the police on this one. Like if you knew something was wrong and you said you told her mother, we'll keep her here so you can come pick her up. I don't think they should have just released her with no money, no phone, nothing just to let her like wander off um, into, into the nowhere. Cause she wasn't from there. She was, down there visiting and then she just they they did not do the missing persons like report for her for like a few hours so she could have been wandering somewhere and somebody could have seen her and not known that her mom was wanting to pick her up uh because they wouldn't do that for her so um wow yeah, they eventually Sounds like police negligence what a surprise <laughs> so yeah that's one where um not too much of like oh mystery like she obviously had some mental issues going on but this is one where i want to say like sometimes police attribute to these things just listen to people (laughs) so this lack of care just literal lack of care whatsoever i am so not surprised the police are involved in this it is not a surprise at all oh god yeah so like I said, so we know that she passed away. Um, we're just not really sure what happened. Or like, when exactly. I, we don't know. Like I I sorry, I was reading up on this case. Um and she oh she was I think naked when they found her too. Well, and um, she decapitated. Oh, her skull was away from her body. Yeah. They found her a year later. So they were like, oh, animals. Oh, she was bitten by a rattlesnake. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm... Is, I think this is the one. And I gotta go look some more details. I was just writing short portions of these for this one. Is that someone saw her walking through his yard but didn't know he needed to call anybody on her? Yes. Like, like he literally, like, he was walking through an old... Um, well, she was walking through... He was like a an actual, like, newscaster... And he was like, hey, like, are you okay? Can I call somebody for you? And she was like, no, I'm just resting. And it was like random. And, right? And he did call the police. And then, um, like, but she had wandered off again. Yeah, but like wow. if someone had like put a picture out or like if you knew we're looking for somebody, he, he might have, you know, been more inclined to be like, you know what, why don't you come come with me, um, you know, rather than just, you know, walking away from it, because yeah. you could call yeah. the police, but if you don't, if you had known they were actively looking for somebody, then that, I feel like that was a step that, you know, could, could have helped. I don't know, this yeah. is just one was weird. I didn't think they should have let her go. I don't, I think that the restaurant should have just, I mean let her grandma pay the bill for one 
and then maybe like be like, hey, do you have someone we can call for you? Or if, we, or if we're calling grandma and you let her pay, maybe we should be like, hey, grandma, maybe you should come pick her up. Like, literally, this is a weird one. <laughs> like they literally could have um, done so much more. Like it, it could have. It didn't have to. It was just um, a perfect storm of bad things, one right after the other. Yes, this is one where, I mean, it's unsolved in, in the sense, I don't really think there was foul play done to her. I think she was having some mental issues and she was just, there was negligence by everyone around this one that kind of caused this one and it makes me upset. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Right. That's a shame. So now my last weird one and then I'll look up some Gabby Petito. Um, this one is the Isdal woman. Have y'all heard of the Isdal woman? Yes. No. So what do you know about the Isdal woman? Um, I know that people thought like she was a spy or something. Right? Yes. Yes, they did. I was just like, okay, weird. Like, that's all I know. I'm just like, it's weird to me. It's really creepy. This one is very creepy to me. And I don't know why, but that's, that's all I know. They were like, this bitch, we have nothing on her. Like, Yes. Fuck. Yeah. So hers is kind of similar to the Somerton man, but I think hers is just also weirder in its own sense. Is because this one is ruled as a suicide, but like when you (laughs) you look at the details, you're like, but is it though? I mean, it it being burned alive. Come on. Yes. (laughs) Like so for TJ, um, this was like in the 1970s. So, um, this guy and, like, his daughters were out hiking, and they smelled a burning smell, and they found the charred body, and they're like, oh, shit, we gotta call the police. So, um, oh, I have a message? Oh. Okay. So, essentially, as Amanda was saying, they don't, they don't know who this woman is, because she went by so many different identities that no one knows who she actually is. So, she was found burned um there was um no campfire or anything like near her she the front of her was basically unrecognizable um there was an empty bottle of liquor near her some plastic water bottles uh passport containers boots sweaters stockings umbrella purse matchbox watch earrings rings burn paper and a fur hat which had um petrol on it any of the clothing had like all the tags and everything cut out. So you wouldn't even know where it was bought from. You wouldn't know who owned it. None of that. Cause all of that had been cut out. And wow. then three days later, after they found this body, some of the investigators found suitcases at a railway station um, that had a hundred. Um, I can never say this correctly is Deutsch Deutschmark notes in it. So she had some money in it. Um, they had clothing, shoes, wigs, makeup, eczema cream, um, 135 Norwegian kroner, Belgium coins, British coins, Swiss, Swiss coins, maps, timetables, non-prescription glasses, sunglasses, which had fingerprints that matched the body, cosmetics, and a notepad. So they found suitcases full of supposed spy gear. Now, they found that there was soot in her lungs. So she was burned alive, and she had bruising on her neck. And she had consumed somewhere between 50 and 70 sleeping pills. And there were more pills around her body. Um, 
So they're saying suicide. Again, I get like taking the sleeping pills, but I don't get how you would set yourself on fire alive. And yeah. The, Unless you just really want to do that. But um, they were able to kind of find a trail of where she went by um, kind of going to the fuck <laughs> and checking around. Because <laughs> um, she paid everything in cash. Um, she'd written a few checks um, to kind of see where she traveled. They found that she had traveled with like eight different passports, different aliases, um, all had different birthdays, that all her different aliases had different jobs. Um, and she usually went between saying she was German, French, or Belgian, but mostly Belgian. Um and then when she talked to the salespeople, she was like, oh, I'm a saleswoman or I'm an antiques dealer. And um, <laughs> another random fact is a lot of people said she smelled like garlic and what? talked about her wigs. <laughs> so maybe oh her gosh. wigs weren't that great. But um, I mean, uh, damn. <laughs> so um, that that's all we know about her. We don't we don't know anything. That's it. We just said there was this woman who was burned alive. Um, with bruises on her neck, all identifying tags and everything of who she actually was was removed from her, and she had suitcases at a train station full of wigs and passports and all this other stuff. And we don't know who she is or how she died or why she died. Damn. <laughs> so what do you think, TJ? I, do you think she was a spy? <laughs> she had to have been something. <laughs> I don't know what to think anymore. So I'm going to say yes. I think the bitch was a spy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she killed herself? Uh, no. I don't think she killed okay. herself. No. So you think I mean, it was an espionage think? killing? I think, I think she was murdered. I think she probably honestly was a spy. Like, she... The time that she would have, like, died, I feel like she was probably up to something. Either she was a spy or, again, hiding from somebody. Maybe it's not that she was a spy as much as maybe she was in some bad shit and they found her and burned her alive with the hopes of um, getting rid of evidence, but... You know, they just did it really poorly, like very poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I could get, you know, the sleeping pills, maybe, like, if you're trying to suicide, but I don't think you would have, like, been out in the middle of, like, this this death valley sort of desert and no. taken pills and no, then no, put no, petrol no, no. on your hat and burned yourself alive with, like, stuff just surrounding you. Right? Like, I don't care how suicidal you are. Um, you don't set yourself on fire. Like, you just don't set yourself on firing. You're trying to end your suffering. You're not trying to fucking uh, make it last longer. You know? Like, who the fuck? Right? So, yeah. No, I agree. Me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I just think, like, the same with, like, Miss Lamb. I, I don't think that's too many steps for you to take to kill yourself, because your brain would probably back out of it before then. Because... Most Maybe it was like some would, kind of. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I was just saying most people that have survived a suicide say that like once you start that jump, your brain is immediately like, nope, 
So I shouldn't have I, done this. Yeah. 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 It's too so late setting herself on fire is a gnar. Like there, it's a gnar for me. Um, yeah. So. Also, it probably was organized crime because especially yeah. if the local authorities were like, it's a suicide. It's like, hmm, that sounds like organized crime to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree yeah. completely. Yeah. <laughs> so though it is listed as suicide i don't think this one is a suicide i i something something happened <laughs> somebody did something to her and didn't get her burned as crispy as they wanted to. oh lord um, like no. yeah so anyway Ooh. i just think that one's an, an interesting one because again it's there's all these things that they found of hers but still nobody knows who she is because she literally had so many identities that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so those were the ones that I had. So I, 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 I was able to keep us under an hour, but we will still do some Gabby Petito because we can talk longer if we want to. So TJ, what do you want to start with about Gabby Petito? It's our party. We can. It's solved. This one is solved. <laughs> um. So, first off, I'm going to say, does anybody know anything about Gabby Petito? I I know that she had the fight with her boyfriend, and I know that she, I think she was found dead, and then her boyfriend, like, went on the run, and his parents were, like, hiding that they knew where he was, and then he wrote a confession letter and killed himself. Oh, I, my God. Damn, girl, you know more than I did. Shit, I just... I listened so, to true crime. <laughs> So that's the thing. Like I, I, I could see. Like I, I watched so, like the true crime tarot, but I didn't know that um, oh, her my. body had been found. Though I didn't know that her body had been found. All I know is that when I was listening to the story, it was so she went there with this guy. Um, apparently, some people saw them um, fighting a lot, and then he comes back from their trip together, and she's not with him. And everybody's like, where is she? And he's like, ah. So, I'm just opening up for theories. We don't have to go in depth with it. I just want to see what y'all think about it. Because this seems sketch as fuck to me, so. <laughs> uh, that bitch did it. Like, he went and wrote a note in a notebook saying he killed her. And then killed himself. Did he? So, Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, you, this was, let me tell you what happened, TJ. Because apparently, okay, so, you, know, you don't listen to So this to one is solved. My bad, y'all. <laughs> that yes, but you know we could still talk about. So they found her body. They were they found in her autopsy that she was strangled. They were like, "Yep, she's she's dead." Um, they saw charges or withdrawals from her debit card um, coming from her boyfriend after she was missing. So he was taken some of her monies after he had um done the do's what he did um he went home and i think his parents um were kind of um shielding him like he probably was like i i did a shit thing um and his parents should have turned his ass in Sorry, I have. I'm like, "Mm -mm, they need to be charged too. They need to absolutely be charged. That's how I feel. I'm surprised they were. I really. He went home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He he hired a lawyer. Um, 
So, you know, usually when someone hires a lawyer before, like, talking about stuff, you're like, you you did a shit. You did, you a shit. did something. Uh, you are an accessory at best. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, my God, the way y'all talk. Yeah. So, he went home to his parents, I believe, and then he they saw him, like, leave. And then he came back, and they're like, that's him. He's at his parents' house. Um, we, we know where he at, where he, where he at. And then his parents are like, oh, no, he's missing. Yeah. We ain't seen him. And they're like, nah, bitch, we got footage of him going into the house, bitch. Um, and then, you know, that's what they said. Um, I don't know if it actually was, but that's what they said. But then they ended up finding his, I believe, skeletal remains um, at oh some God. point next to a notebook. And in the notebook, he wrote what he had done to Gabby and um, he had killed himself. Wow. But, okay. Um, well, I guess it's, I guess it's soft. I I did not realize that. Damn. <laughs> yeah, this kind of like oh. I think wrapped up around like October of last year, um, where they where they found his body. Um, they don't really know how he died. They said they couldn't tell with the autopsy, but um, then they said that um, they, they think he shot himself in the head. So um. I'm pretty sure if he did that and he, he wrote whatever he wrote that he he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he was just um, trying to, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think he, I don't think he was innocent and then just trying to save himself from, you know, having to go to jail. I, I think he did it because he wrote that he, um he, he did it. So. He definitely did it. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. The motherfucker did it. Did it. He's a motherfucker. Bastard. Couture. Oh my god. I love you. I love you. But he is. Like, that motherfucker did it. He, he is a motherfucker. So yeah, he did some bad shit. He um killed himself. There was there was no actual justice in this one because he took that away from the family. Um by yes. being, you know, a coward. <laughs> right. I'm like, bitch, like face the consequences. Gabby didn't want to die, and you don't want to face your consequences, but she's dead. So uh just let her dad just fucking hit you with a baseball bat till you fucking explode, you bastard. Like yeah, I that, hate that would be a this- good option. <laughs> Like, what a pussy-ass bitch. Like, I hope hell is real. Like, I hate saying that hell is real. Like, I don't want to believe that hell is real. But, like, then I listen to cases like this or, like, John Benet Ramsey or, like, other shit. And I'm like, I hope hell is real for those people. Like, just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely somewhere that they go. Like, whether it's specifically hell or like you know some of the the seven you know rings you go to down there i think you definitely have like some sort of like long fucking punishment that you have to go to for doing the shit that you do and i think like even from what i remember from the bible even like if you just do like some petty petty shit like you still have to go through your trial by fire to get it there so they're doing something somewhere, whether they're just sitting in fire for all eternity or like having to have someone stab them for all eternity. I don't know. I feel like you should have to relive what you did to somebody for all eternity if you're a murderer. Like That's you so should true. have to have it done to you and you have to feel every part of it. <laughs> yes. Like dead ass. Like do not inflict 
fucking terrible things on other human beings. Nobody, I don't, I think some people deserve to be decked in the face. Absolutely. But nobody deserves to be murdered. Like, no. no like, uh, what is it? Um, Is it Shannon, Sharon Tate? I think it's Shannon. I forget her name. That's yeah. like the Tate LaBianca Manson murders. Like, that shouldn't have happened to her, and they yeah. all went to like went to jail for that. But uh, y'all should have got stabbed too. So, uh, no, yeah, y'all <laughs> should have been stabbed to death in a vulnerable state. Like, no, fuck you. Like, I hope, yeah. If you a pregnant lady like who's like begging you, then you're you're shit. Literally, I saw. I was so pissed. We went to Zach Bagan's like museum or whatever, and they have like Charles Manson like um shit in there and he had like a really nice pair of dentures boy from prison i'm like no he does not deserve dentures he a boy if i'd have been a fucking like inmate with his ass i'd have taken them fucking dentures and slammed him against a wall like there are seniors out here that the only crime they've committed is just being fucking like not being like wealthy enough and they don't get dentures that they need. And Charles Manson has fucking dentures. Boy, bye. He can go to hell. No. Yeah, I agree. No, I think uh, prison justice is like, I'm here for it. Like, them people that like kill the child molesters and everything. I'm like, you do it. I don't judge you. No, you do fuck what it. You know. <laughs> no, like, like, um, what was it? Um, Get the the lady that like really abused her son to the point of death that um was it gabriel fernandez or something his mom boy she i no they should just give her the electric chair like they should literally just bring it back like people don't be like no they need to bring capital punishment back they really do yeah really be straight do. up with all my listeners all our you know small handful of people um I do think that if you if you take the life of somebody else, even more so, like if it's a child, that you you shouldn't you should there should be like an actual punishable consequence where you don't get to live anymore. Because literally, it, like, the Bible says we can do an eye for an eye; it's a death for a death. So if you're religious in that sense, I think you like they they stoned and crushed people. Like yes. I, I, if someone does a bad shit, I think they should be able to have that bad shit returned to them and not get to just make paintings in prison like um, some clown man who shoved little boys in his crawl space. Oh, um, and also take our tax money. No, I don't know. I want you to fucking die. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I support, we support capital punishment on this channel. Like, I'm sorry. TJ is surprisingly quiet. <laughs> <laughs> No, I agree 100%. If you take a life, you should have your life taken. And that goes for child molesters, too, because you are, like, literally destroying an entire life. Like, that child... Anybody that that molests or rapes anybody should be raped and molested, too. Of course, they might enjoy it, so that probably wouldn't work out for them. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know. I, I can't think... I can't think as a molester or rate this because I'm not one. So I don't know. <laughs> so my, my end thoughts on this, because I could just keep talking about this because there's like so many things that are interesting. Um, speaking of, you know, um, these serial killers, because we were talking about, you know, like Manson and um, Mr. Gacy and, you know, the Jeffrey Dahmer show and all that shit. Um, 
I do want to specify that um, I think we should, as a cultural society, as I, I like listening to true crime. I like listening to the things that happened, like the the logistics of it. You know, I, I think it's it's interesting that someone can do that, but it does not take away from the fact that it's like fucking horrible that somebody did that to somebody. And I don't think they should be like romanticized and like idolized like Netflix managed to do there. Um, that that weirds me out that like we're, yeah. we're like, oh, the hot serial killer. Um, yeah. I'm like, come on now. Y'all do better. Like do better. Yeah, because I don't I don't know. I feel like making movies and TV shows like and casting actors to play these people that they, things happen to, especially if their families are like still alive and like yes. Like, if you're not doing it in a documentary style, I don't, I don't like them, because it's, I don't know, it just seems disrespectful and weird. Like you're, you're playing out somebody living like a horrible moment of their life, yes. and that's just weird to me. Um, like, and I went to the, I don't know if Amanda, if you've been yet to the the serial killer museum we have here in Savannah. Um, I weirdly enough have not been. I have not been. <laughs> like. It's interesting in this because I wanted to go because it, it has like some roadside oddities in it too, which was oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and I know Amanda and I went to the medieval torture museum when we were in St. Augustine. So, the day like, before my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, weird museums. But it, it, they have like letters from Charles Manson and like uh, John Wayne Gacy paintings and like Heaven's Gate shit and, um, yeah. you know, the um, Jamestown murders. And it's it's weird. To, like, see them, because I think, I think an exhibit on them kind of, like, brings you to the fact this is a person who did, this is an actual person. <laughs> and then you're, like, reading things that they wrote, and it's just weird. Like, fascinating. If you're in Savannah, there is there is a museum called the Grave Face Museum, which is, yeah. uh, has a lot of serial killer information in it. And it's interesting and weird at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, if you ever visit again, I'll take you. Oh, goody. Well, <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed the content and if you want to hear more intriguing unsolved mysteries or thrillers, unsolved mysteries, let us know because I can tell you right <laughs> conspiracy titties. Because I know Grace <laughs> will definitely um, be more than happy yeah. to round up another set. But. <laughs> We all appreciate you all listening. And we're <laughs> going to be back for another episode where Amanda will be taking the reins for our oh, next episode. Oh, goodness. It's going to be awesome. It's going yeah. to be really good. And then I'm going to be going after her, and it's going to be amazing. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. We're all still related to dead people. So, um, just so everybody knows that. We're just barely we're we're so about it. <laughs> It's spooky season, y'all. We missed October. We're we're regressing. Yeah, we we missed October, so we're gonna backpedal. But in the meantime, <laughs> go ahead, Amanda. What'd you say? I can't go back to fall. I can't. I'm. I get seasonal depression. I'm like, uh, we'll do the spooky stuff, but I also want it to be sunny and seventy degrees outside. No, I miss the cold weather already. <laughs> yeah. It's a sunny 70 degrees with a forecast of death. <laughs> Literally.
<laughs> me going to burn myself alive in a sunbed tomorrow. Oh Are you going to put the Playboy Bunny sticky on? I am. I'm going to get like, some kind of fucking like, Playboy Bunny sticker and just like burn myself alive. Like, fuck oh, it. You know. <laughs> fuck it. Hello, hey, everybody. We'll see you again soon. <laughs> My name is Steph, and these are the other bitches. Bye. Bye. Bye.